you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's... Hey, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited. It's 2024. We're halfway through January. How are you going? We're talking all things goals today, and I'm excited to dive in and give you a foolproof proof system for you to be able to reverse engineer your goals so that you make them happen this year. Who's with me on the bus of, I set a goal and I don't achieve it. And I've been reflecting on this recently and not achieving our goals opens us up to this whole spectrum of emotional and mental experiences where if you're anything like me with a high performing brain, you are shitting all over yourself. So I am not engaging in that this year. I'm choosing actively not to engage in that. And I'm creating systems and processes to support me in achieving my goals. And I had this aha moment and I thought, why have I never done this before? Now, arguably, I have set some systems and processes in the past, like going to the gym to lose weight. But I haven't really fully understood the why behind it. And our why is so important. I saw a why recently, a quote, sorry. I saw a quote recently that said, if your why is strong enough, the how becomes easy. I was like, oh, that's really good. And most of us really create whys or motivations that are very superficial. So without further ado, I really want us to focus in on how we can better set you up for success with your 2024 personal or career goals. This process applies to both pathways so that you can be sitting here as your future self, December 31st, 2024, being proud of what you have achieved because you set systems, not just goals. Now, I want you to think about what are some of the goals that you have set out to achieve this year? Maybe you have a professional goal to get a promotion within your nursing career, or maybe you have a goal to personally, for example, for me, to lose weight. It's on my agenda every year. I want to lose weight. I want to look after my body more. Maybe you have a non-clinical goal within your career to develop better negotiation skills. I think that sometimes we get too caught up in the traditional routine goals that we set, losing weight, making more money. And often when we set goals like that, that don't really have strong foundations and strong whys connected to them, one, that's why we give up typically. And two, they are just goals that we have just probably adopted from other people or borrowed from others. So they're borrowed, borrowed goals. And I really want you to create some space and time 
in your life, even if you just take 20, 30 minutes, go and grab a coffee, sit in a coffee shop with a note, be that person with a notepad or with your iPad or your notes on your phone and just sit there and think, what would it look like for me if by 31st of December, 2024, I had achieved all my goals? What comes up for you? And do a bit of digging and really connect into why is that important to you? Why is it important for me to lose weight? It's important for me to lose weight because I have aches and pains where I shouldn't have aches and pains at my age. (laughs) It's important for me to lose weight because my clothes no longer fit me that I used that I used to fit into perfectly, right? Who can resonate there? It's important for me to lose weight because when I am losing weight and I am focusing on muscle growth and my nutrition and my hydration and my flexibility, I am a better human. That is a real driving factor for me. I am 100% less grumpy (laughs) and a better partner. So I really want you to think about what would your future self be really proud that you've achieved by the end of this year and why? Why is it important for you? Now, to dive into the process of setting these goals that you're going to smash with a system to support them, we have to first start with the the result, with the goal that you're looking to achieve. Now, many of you have heard me or followed along or even utilized this in your life, the process of the CTFAR model. Now, nurses, we love these systems and processes because they help us resuscitate a patient, for example. You know, doctors ABC or ABCDEFG. It helps us systematically build evidence and information to get us from A to E to assess our patient and to be able to make a diagnosis. The same is true in our goals. If we apply the same thinking, we can create systems and processes that support us in achieving our goals and they happen with less energy and input over time because they become neural pathways and patterns that are deeply embedded within our psyche. They just happen unconsciously. But right now, the reason why new new year, new me is fleeting for most people is because they underestimate how wired the old patterns are in their brain. And that's something that I hope this will help you achieve. I saw this really great video on Instagram, which was talking about weight loss. And this guy was kind of making a mockery of weight loss and people that, you know, after one day they stand on the scale and they're like, I'm throwing the towel and I haven't lost any weight. But I mean, who here hasn't done that? And I do it. And I thought it was fascinating. And he had this roll of toilet roll and he was saying one sheet equals one day in the gym. Like, and he took one sheet away and he was like, look at how this toilet roll has not changed. Now he took another one away and he was like, it still hasn't changed. He took another one. It still hasn't changed to the naked eye. But over time, that consistency um, of taking one sheet away a day over time and effort and discipline and commitment, the toilet roll, as he unwrapped it and took a big batch away, looked very, very different. So I think sometimes we underestimate what we can do in a long period of time and we overestimate what we can achieve within days, weeks. Okay, we need to flip the switch there. And this process hopefully will allow you to do that. So we're going to use the CTFAR model. If you haven't been around here before and you're new, welcome. Thanks for listening. The CTFAR model is a self-coaching model that is incredible and we can use it to do a vast array of things. But today we're talking about how to use it to reverse engineer our goals. So instead of us starting at the C, which is the circumstance, the T, which is the thought, the F, which is the feeling, the A, which is the actions, and R, which is the result, we are going to start at the R today. So we're going to reverse engineer this goal. So I want you to think about what is a result? 
that you would like to see in your life or career, personal or professional. Now, I want you to think about getting real specific with this this goal. And it doesn't have to be necessarily achievable per se, because who knows what you're capable of achieving, right? This is where smart goals and me aren't the best friends. <laughs> but smart goals, if you're somebody that has suffered a lot of uh, burnout and a lot of nervous system dysregulation recently, and you're feeling pretty low in general in your mental and emotional health, smart goals are really amazing. But if you have the capacity where you ha- are maybe a bit more regulated and you are not burnt out actively currently, then you might have the capacity to think a bit bigger and broader. It doesn't mean either one is better. I just we're all at different stages listening to this podcast. So sometimes big impossible goals will feel terrifying to somebody that is not regulated, that doesn't feel safe in their work that they're doing right now. So if that's you, nothing's gone wrong. So what is the result? I want you to write this down in a bit of paper. It's so easy. What is the result? Or you think about it if you're driving. What result would you like to create by the 31st of December 2024? I probably said 2023 earlier, so it's now, my result that I'm going to pop in that line, for example, is I'm going to be 90 kilos. And I'm telling the whole world <laughs> for the 10th time, I'm going to be 90 kilos by the end of December 2024. And that is my result. And notice that I'm very specific. I'm going to be 90 kilos or less by December 2024, 31st. Okay, 90 kilos in body weight. I could go even further. I could say 90 kilos in body weight and 15% fat, which I don't think I've seen (laughs) since I was a child. Even as a child, probably wasn't that. Anyway, I could get more refined with the result. And that's very important. So if we set really big, vague, ambiguous goals, your brain's job is to tell you why you can't achieve that every single day. That is how your brain is wired. So if you set yourself up for success, you're more likely to achieve that result. So we've got a result. Now I want you to move back up. So if we were still mapped it out as CTFAR, we're going to step up to the action line. And I want you to think about what actions would you need to take to achieve the result that you have set out? So for me, for example, the actions that I would take is train three to four times a week minimum, be a mixture of weight-based training and cardio training. I would need to eat in a calorie deficit, increase my water intake, really focus on sleep, being more active day to day. So 10k steps a day, let's get out there and get moving. I'd maybe set myself up for success, maybe get some new gym gear to make me feel a little bit better and like make sure I actually have gym clothes so that when I go to the drawer, they're not all in the wash and I've got an excuse to not go to the gym, right? You hear me? So I would be thinking about what are the actions that I am going to take every day to create this result over time. Think about the actions as like, oh, one bit of toilet paper. Oh, another bit of toilet paper. It's all stacking to build the result that I'm looking for over time, dedication, commitment with motivation and willpower. Now, as I build out that list of actions, I also want to think about what am I not going to do in creating that result? Okay, so what am I not doing that's going to get me to the result of 90 kg? So what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to overindulge in drinking half a bottle of wine when I feel like I deserve it. (laughs) I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm just saying sometimes wine cures everything. So that's what I would put there. I'd be like, okay, to get to that goal, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to find another way to cope. This is really enlightening for a lot of people when we do this in coaching because they don't even realize that they do these things to buffer or procrastinate from achieving their goals. Because the reality is, people, I'm sorry to say it, the only people stopping us from achieving our goals is 
us. <laughs> it's your brain and it is the actions that you take every single day. So if we can be really clear and honest with ourselves, with love, compassion, kindness, and respect, then we can achieve our goals. So what am I not doing? I'm not going to order takeaway when I can't be bothered cooking. I'm going to prep my meals ahead of time. So notice how one thing that I'm not going to do, I have an action that I will do. I'm going to prep my meals ahead of time. I'm going to make sure that I hit 200 grams of protein every day. One thing that I'm not going to do is I'm not going to rely on protein bars for protein. I'm going to get actual good protein. So we want to build out our actions. So what are we doing? What are we not doing to create the result of 90 kg? So you can start to see that we're creating a system. How am I setting up my life for success? Because that is the environment and the systems that we set up for ourselves that ultimately lead us to the goal. The goal just becomes a strategic byproduct. It's something that just happens as a result of your commitment to your future self. Now, as we move up the model, we've done result, we've done action, we're moving up to the feeling line. What feeling do I need to generate through my thinking in order to take these actions and create this result in my life? Remember, if you're new around here, our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions, our actions create our results. That's how the world works. And when you see it, you can't unsee it. And you have to assume massive responsibility for for your life, personal, professional development, because it becomes something that you have full control over. And it's always in your wheelhouse to tackle and to lead with and to improve. So the question becomes, why? Why are we not doing it? Okay, so we want to get to a place where we go, okay, our feeling, the feeling for me to generate actions of commitment to my training um, and you know, consistency with food and nutritional deficit and all of the things, what is the emotion? And we don't have to get um, too deep here or to explore you know, the perfect emotion or the right emotion, just what comes up. So when I sit here and think about 90 kilos end of December, 31st of December, 2024, I'm taking these actions, I'm not taking these actions. What am I feeling? Like to me, I'm feeling like committed. I'm feeling commitment. I'm feeling committed to my future self. I'm like Liam in the future does not want to be dealing with the decisions that Liam of the present day has not made. Liam in the future is going to be super pissed if current Liam does not commit to his future self to his goal. Because that's what happened this year. (laughs) I looked at myself on January 1st and I was like, holy moly, this Italy trip just ruined my life. (laughs) And I ate too much pasta and I've put on a couple of kilos and I'm not comfortable. I want to dedicate and commit to my future self that I will not quit on him. And it becomes this beautiful relationship with your future self where you're like, oh, I'm setting up future Liam for success. So 31st of December, he is feeling lean. He's feeling strong. He's feeling free from aches and pains. That is my motivational why. So the feeling that generates those actions for me is that commitment to my future self. And that technically could become the thought that drives that feeling is I am committed to future Liam. Or I believe that future Liam deserves to be the goal, like to achieve the goal he wants to achieve. You might need to generate 50 thoughts to find out what is the thing that really resonates with you. You might need to sit on it and go for a walk and create some space for it to arise within you. But I want you to create that space and really think about what is the thought. And when you know, you know, you'll just know because it will just come to you. You're like, oh, that's the thought. The thought is, I'm committed to setting up future Liam for success with his weight management. 
It's been a decade and you haven't mastered weight management. Maybe now is the time. And the penny for me really dropped when I made that connection between what I don't do now and what I don't commit to now, even if I have the goal to achieve it, and the aspiration, if I don't commit to the process and build a system to support my goal and my success, it becomes future Liam's problem. So for example, in your career, if you're in a job that you hate and you are despising the manager and it's toxic and you're fed up and you're like, oh, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. Who do you think is dealing with it later? It's your future self. And your future self might be better equipped to deal with it later. But we have to be real with ourselves and honor that no one else is coming to answer the question for us or to get us to the gym or to magically shed 10 kilos or to help us finish that master's. It is our future self that steps in and picks up the pieces and reconnects and recommits. So I see it through this lens of like, I have to do it anyway. (laughs) Wouldn't it be better for me to do it now than later? I just think it's so funny that I haven't seen that before. So if you've seen that and you're like, Lee, where have you been sleeping? What's been happening? Yeah, I've been asleep on that one, but now I'm awake to it. I'm like, oh my goodness. And it really has been able to help me drive my actions towards my results. So for example, not to gloat, but I'm just sharing my lived experience. That's what this podcast is about. It's about sharing my learnings uh, with you so that you can implement them in a way that works for you. And so by following this process, implementing the CTFAR model in reverse from my goal to 90 kilos, in the week and a half that I've been back from Italy, I've gone from 106.7 kilos, which I'm not proud of, but I also see that as just a number. It's just a number. I could choose to be happy there, but I'm not happy there because I choose to not be happy there. And the goal, and this this week, I'm down to 104.4. So I'm like, yay, it works. And that small little incremental shift, like I know with weight loss, it starts usually pretty fast and then it slows down and plateaus and you have to get creative. But if I have the system in place and I understand that it just takes time and lots of reps and reconditioning of my neural pathways in my brain, I can achieve that goal. I trust and believe in myself to achieve that goal. Whether or not I have the evidence of doing it in the past. The beautiful thing is I do have the evidence of doing it in the past, but then I've gained the weight again. So I just haven't learned this lesson yet. And that's totally fine. Liam a few years ago would have crapped all over himself. You're never going to lose the weight. It's the end of the world. You need to stop now. Why are you being delusional? Just give up. And now I'm like, no, I don't quit on my future self. I set him up for success. So I want you to think about where in your personal, professional goals, could you really adopt that lens of I'm setting up my future self for success? Now, to go back to the CTFAR model, right? We've done a result. We've done our actions. We've done our feelings. We've looked at our thoughts. Now, the circumstance is what is your current circumstance? Where are you at? What is the circumstance for you? For me, it's 106.7 kilos, right? That is my circumstance. It's factual. Notice I didn't say I'm a fat whale and I'm 106.7 kilos. I said, I'm 106.7 kilos. Even though I might feel like that, it's not factual, right? It is not factual. It's a story that I have about that. And that goes in our circumstance line. So you can very clearly see through my model that I just created there for you, how you could apply that to yourself. To encapsulate what I went through, the circumstance was 106.7 kilos. My thought was, I'm committed to setting up my future self for success. When I think that thought, I feel in my body, somatically, viscerally, in my core, my being, I feel commitment. I feel like, well, duh, 
If I don't do it now, future Liam has to do it. So I may as well commit now. And that applies to every goal, by the way, not just weight loss. And then what are the actions I'm going to take? Well, I'm going to train. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to prioritize my sleep. I'm going to turn my phone off at eight o'clock and not respond to work stuff. I'm going to, you know, when I go out to eat, I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to plan my food ahead of time. I'm going to monitor my calories. I'm going to track them because what you don't measure, you can't manage. So if you're looking to change something in your life or career, if you can find a way to measure it and measure your success, that will massively help your brain. And it will keep you on the path of commitment versus leaving because you think your brain's going to tell you nothing's changing. Because as I talked about earlier, the, t- the toilet paper analogy, you can't see the changes. There are little micro shifts every single day. And then with those actions and the inactions, the things that I don't want to be doing, I can create the result. And the beautiful thing about using this model is that as you move towards your goal, you can keep revisiting this and your actions and the things that you don't want to do and the feeling that motivates you might change. But that's awesome. That's great. In real time, every week, every month, you should be checking back in with yourself. Am I still in alignment with this? Because we change, we evolve. And as you pursue your goal and you start achieving your goals, the actions and inactions that you need to take differ and they evolve and they change. So we don't want to be running through an old pattern. We want to keep building on that neural pathway of change in our brain so that we we effectively lift lots of thought reps on the side of this is my new identity. This is who I show up as. This is who my future self is. This is what they're looking for. This is why I'm setting them up and how I'm setting them up versus the stories that we've held for years about our identity and what's possible for us within our goal setting and our goal achievement. Here's what I'll say to be true as we wrap this up, is that you can achieve literally anything that you want. I used to think that was total BS. I used to be the person that thought, nah, it's just for the people that are smart or the people that are, you know, well articulate and they have great vocabulary and they present themselves so well and they were really set up as a kid and, you know, they've had so much invested in them and they went to the best schools. I used to think that success was only for those that were supported and invested in and set up for success. But what I'm learning to be true through my lived experience in being a nurse, building my career and building a nursepreneur business is that success is available to you. You just have to create the systems and processes to be able to unlock that success and to create capacity for the success that we desperately want to invite in. Because if you do not have the capacity to invite the success in, that's a whole different story, probably a whole different podcast, but that's where we have issues with actually achieving or pursuing our success. If we want to be 90 kilos, but we don't believe we can be 90 kilos, and it's such a strongly held belief, and we don't do the thought work and the emotional work, the mental and emotional change reconditioning and rewiring of our neural pathways your brain is so powerful what you focus on becomes what you you have in your life so if you focus on not being able to make 90 kgs your weight for example like i have in the last year obviously then it will not become your reality if we do not hold space for the result and lean into the version of us that is the person that has the result already done It's not going to be available to you. Sounds very woo-woo, but I really want you to think about how that could be true for you, how that could be true in your life and career, how that could be true in the goals that you set last year that maybe you didn't achieve. Really ask yourself, did I have the capacity to accept that result? 
did I really have the capacity to generate and create a job where I make 160k a year as a nurse? Because so many people want these things, but they haven't done the work, the mental and emotional capacity work to receive them. And that literally is the secret there. And that's why I love coaching. And that's why I will always say every nurse needs a coach and every nurse should be supported in achieving their goals. Because without support and without that constant reflection of who we were yesterday and how far we've come, it's really difficult to see and to show your brain that you're making progress. I hope that's helped. I'm really excited about this year, this content that we have this year. I'm really excited about what's coming within our offerings this year. We have listened to what all of you have been talking about and what you would like to see from us. And we're also streamlining and being more specific about what we offer this year so that we can serve more people, more nurses, help them find that nursing role career pathway that just lights them up whilst also helping them recovering, recover from burnout, nervous system dysregulation, and setting great goals that they can achieve over time with the support from our team. Because it's backed by evidence. It's what the neuroscience and the literature suggests is essential for achieving goals. So we want to create a container where people can come and access that and work with us to achieve that. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you've been sitting on the fence wanting to work with us, now is the time, my friends. We would love to invite you. Just send me an email at liam at liamcaswell.com and we will have a conversation about how best we can support you and tailor it to your specific needs and goals and get you on your path to achieving your goals in 2024. So you make this year the year that you smash the things that you said you were going to smash last year and break your own brain about what is possible for you and come along on the journey with me as I do that for myself and for our business and with you as a, as a nursing client. So if that sounds of interest, reach out to me and I'd love to chat to you. But I'll keep you updated. Um, I'll keep you updated how I'm going with my goal. I'm sure I'll talk about it because, you know, no filter here. <laughs> but if you'd love to hear more about it, let me know. And um, I would love you to message me on Instagram and tell me, what is your goal for 2024? I want you to pick maybe just one goal and even run it through that model and send it to me. I'll give you some feedback on it. I'll help you think about what you could be exploring to really help you consolidate and set up this process and this system and these patterns and these pathways so that you can make this happen in 2024. Alrighty, stay safe, stay forever curious, and I will chat to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favor? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.